0: The Bible Study Podcast, episode 586. Today, The Bible Study Podcast continues the study of the kings of Judah with 2 Kings 22. Welcome to The Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen, I feel like I should be saying welcome back because I just took a five-week break from the Bible Study Podcast, although you may not know it because they came out one week at a time, just like normal, but I have been traveling in China, Japan, South Africa, and Botswana because I also do another podcast called Amateur Traveler that is a travel podcast. So I do travel a lot, but this is a long trip for me. So I'm just getting back to this. Which is not a bad thing for this particular chapter, because between chapter 21 and chapter 22, a lot has happened and a long time has passed. I don't mean a long time as in hundreds of years, but certainly long enough to have one of the most amazing things in this particular story happen in today's chapter. When we left the story, you may remember we had two kings of Judah, Manasseh and Ammon, one right after another, and they were not good kings. They were evil kings. They erected altars to Baal and Asherah poles, and they took the people of God again away from the worship of the Lord. And today we go in a different direction. 2 Kings 22, the book of the law found. Josiah was eight years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 31 years. His mother's name was Jedidah, daughter of Adiah. She was from Bozkath. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord and followed completely the ways of his father David, not turning aside to the right or to the left. In the 18th year of his reign, King Josiah sent the secretary Shephan, son of Azaliah, the son of Meshulam, to the temple of the Lord. He said, go up to Hilkiah, the high priest, and have him get ready the money that has been brought into the temple of the Lord, which the doorkeepers have collected from the people. Have them it to the men appointed to supervise the work on the temple, and have these men pay the workers who repair the temple of the Lord, the carpenters, the builders, and the masons. Also have them purchase timber and dressed stone to repair the temple. But they need not account for the money entrusted to them, because they are honest in their dealings. Hilkiah the high priest said to Shefan the secretary, I have found a book of the law, in the Temple of the Lord. He gave it to Shaphan, who read it. Then Shafon the Secretary went to the king and reported to him, Your officials have paid out the money that was in the temple of the Lord, and have entrusted it to the workers and supervisors at the temple. Then Shaphan the Secretary informed the king, Hilkiah the priest has given me a book. And Shaphan read from it in the presence of the king. When the king heard the words of the book of the law he tore his robes. He gave these orders to Hilkiah the priest Ahikam, the son of Shephon, Akobor, son of Micaiah, Shephan, the secretary, and Uzziah, the king's attendant. Go and inquire of the Lord for me and for the people and for all Judah about what is written in this book and has been found. Great is the Lord's anger that burns against us because those who have gone before us have not obeyed the words of this book. They have not acted in accordance with all that is written there concerning us. Hilkiah the priest, Ahikam, Akbor, Shephan, and Uzziah went to speak to the prophet Huldah, who was the wife of Shalom, son of Tikva, the son of Haras, keeper of the wardrobe. She lived in Jerusalem in the new quarter. She said to them, This is what the Lord the God of Israel says. Tell the man who sent you to me, This is what the Lord says. I am going to bring disaster on this place and its people according to everything written in the book the king of Judah has read. Because they have forsaken me and burned incense to other gods and aroused my anger by all the idols their hands have made, my anger will burn against this place and will not be quenched. Tell the king of Judah, Who sent you to inquire of the Lord? This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says concerning the words you heard. Because your heart was responsive, and you humbled yourself before the Lord when you heard what I have spoken against this place and its people, that they would become a curse and be laid waste, and because you tore your robes and wept in my presence, I have also heard you, declares the Lord. Therefore, I will gather you to your ancestors, and you will be buried in peace. Your eyes will not see all the disaster I am going to bring on this place. So they took her answer back to the king. This king, Josiah, who starts as a young boy, is known as Josiah the Reformer. Josiah the Reformer because he brings worship of the Lord back to the people and they have gone so far astray this time that when Josiah gets this book they find this book and and they don't have any sort of notion that there's oh my gosh we finally found the lost book of the law you didn't see that in the story right you get we found this book oh look that's interesting what's it say oh my gosh Or, oh, my Lord, is probably more accurate because Josiah realizes that this book of the law says they're not supposed to have any other gods, and what they've been doing for a couple generations, or at least a generation, for a number of years now, is they have been serving other gods. The Baals, again, who we got rid of years ago, came back, the Asherah Poles, and they have gotten so far away from God that they even forgot that it was wrong. They even forgot the book of the law. This seems very strange. It seems hard for me to believe that we would ever get to the point where we would still have worship, right? There's still the temple there. There's still people who are repairing the temple. There's still all of this going on. There are still priests he can send these messages to. So they still have the form of their Jewish faith without its substance, And the question for me, I mean, the warning question for me, is it possible for us to still go to church on Sunday, to still have churches to go to, to still have tithes and offerings, and yet lose the heart of our Christian faith? I think it is. We have to remember what is the heart of our Christian faith. When Jesus was asked this, he said, Love the Lord your God with your whole heart, your soul, your mind, your strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. When we stray from that, when we forget that, when we do something else, we are guilty of the same kind of sin that the people of Israel, that the people of Judah have done here. They have wandered away. And and part of it is certainly because of the leadership. And this whole book, I wanted to do because of the importance of leadership that comes up here in first and second kings in first and Second Samuel. We see this very clearly, and this is one of those moments where we see it the most clearly and if you think about it, it 's because the king has control over the information that gets out, you know they don't have. 24-hour cable news or things like that at that time. They don't have newspapers and such, but the king is the one who is disseminating information. And so it's easy for the king to steer the country in one way or another. It's easy for leaders today to steer us in one way or another. And apparently, a very bad king has steered them in a very bad direction, or two very bad kings in a row. So much so, they forgot whose they were. I was going to say they forgot who they were, but really they forgot whose they were. They forgot that they were the people of God, and that that had consequences. And those consequences are coming, and they go and they find a prophet. And apparently there are prophets. Apparently there were people who can hear the message of the Lord, so much so that she knows what happened in the room she wasn't in, right? She understands through God's vision that that when Josiah heard this, he tore his ropes. God saw that and can relay that to this prophet. This prophet, who's a woman, by the way, we don't get a lot of women prophets mentioned, but it is good to note that God can speak through women as well as men. There's nothing in the Bible that says prophet is a male role, even if most of the prophets happen to be male. And so she says, bad things are coming, but... But you won't see them because you, Josiah, have a heart for God. You, Josiah, when you heard this news, realized that you as a people had done wrong and you humbled yourself, you tore your robes and you cried. You cried for your people and how much they had screwed up. I pray that we will not lose sight of what our faith is supposed to mean. It is easy to get caught up with the form and the function. These people still had a functioning temple. They still had priests, and yet they lost the heart of what it meant to be Jewish. Let us this week not lose the heart of what it means to be Christian, especially this week of all weeks, as we come to the celebration of the gift that God has sent us. With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at Podcast.com or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com, and thanks so much for listening. Have you ever felt conflict between your faith and feelings?